0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to the International Buzz podcast brought to you by WordBee. My name is Mark Schreiner, and I will be your host for this episode of International Buzz. Today, we have a special guest. We have my colleague, Mareke. Mareke, say your last name for me, please. Boriga. Boriga. Easy for you to say. (laughs) (laughs) So how are you today, Mareke?
1: Excellent. Just finishing gala conference and um, soon taking off uh, to go back to Europe.
0: And how was GALA? Where was GALA and how was GALA?
1: This year, GALA conference was in Boston. We were exhibiting and giving a product demo and it was an excellent conference for us. We met a lot of exciting people from the US, but essentially, but also from Europe and learned about uh, new industry trends. And uh, yes, it was a very interesting conference for us.
0: Great. And um, what was the industry trends that you learned about or what are some of the things that people are talking about these days?
1: Yeah, it has moved a little bit from, usually it was all about machine translation and now neural machine translation these days. And now it's going a little bit into the direction of how to deal, especially for technology with artificial intelligence, big data, how to bring that into technology tools for translators, for translating companies. And then it was also about how to work better with end clients, how to engage with them.
0: Excellent. Hey, I want to come back to the technology and kind of drill down on that a little bit later. But before we go too far, I'd like to take a second. And maybe you could tell us a little bit about your background in the industry. And then also, you know, a little bit about yourself personally, uh, you know, where you're from and all that. And then let's talk about your role at WordBee. Is that all right with you? Yes, sure. Okay, go ahead.
1: So, yeah, um, you were trying to spell my name. So, as you can see from there, that's not an American or English name. I'm originally from Germany, and Bariga is actually a Tunisian name. That's my husband's name. And I came into the industry about eight years ago, and it was, I think, purely by, by accident. I was finishing my studies in international business and applied languages and was living in France. And at that moment I was selling luxury handbags, very famous French brand, and was looking for my, my first job after that, after my studies, after doing all this.
0: Hold on. You were yes. selling luxury handbags.
1: Yeah, that sounds a lot more repeating than technology. I
0: think. <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely not gonna let you talk to my wife. Okay, that would be, <laughs> that would be bad. Note to self, Marika, Marika does not get to talk to my wife. Okay, <laughs> okay. So you, so I'm sorry. You went from uh, luxury handbags to
1: to translation technology and um, basically... The, the, obvious,
0: uh, the obvious choice, right? Duh! Yes,
1: absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. But I think it was a little bit more about you know languages, my passion for languages. I was living in France, I was speaking a few languages uh, at that moment and I had this opportunity to start working as a salesperson for Déjà Vu, Atrial, uh, which was at that time a Spanish hold uh, company and the French subsidiary was actually trying to bring Deja Vu back into the market because Deja Vu was one of the first catwalks on the market and I learned all this when starting in this company learning about the translation industry about the technologies translator use and I I kind of got addicted to what I was doing and um, became then the marketing manager of Atrial but the company has plans to really grow and bring back the tool where it was years before and to really grow fails and then that was time for me to to look for something else, and I moved to reverso so reverso is. Everyone who's translating from and into French will probably know that website because Reverso.not is the website for French translation dictionaries. Um, They have a very huge community, grammar, checks and all this. But Reverso is also doing uh, machine translation solutions for enterprises essentially in France. The CAC uh, um, 40, how you say in French, so the 40 most important companies in France. And they are serving these clients by providing dedicated on-premise machine translation solutions integrated in their intranets and um, all kind of other applications.
0: So how did you, I mean, I can see now a migration towards technology and then the language industry. And then how and when did you end up with WordBee?
1: I think I didn't end up with Wordbee. It was a pure choice, really, to go to Wordbee because I was observing that company and their technology uh, since I started, and I, I was literally looking how they improved and how they did um, in the translation industry. And when I was at Reverso, we were already reselling Wordbee partially in France to my corporate clients I had at that time. So I was already in touch with them. I know the team, and I very much appreciate the team who is behind Wordbee. I think it's great technology and I always wanted to sell this tool and the whole set of solutions and we offer today at WorkBee. And then there came a time that was more personal choice that we wanted to leave France and going back a little bit more to closer to Germany and Luxembourg is just perfect. And that was about two and a half years ago. And since then, I'm with WorkBee and I'm a business development manager at WorkBee.
0: Excellent, and you have experience selling a variety of products in a variety of different countries. Okay, is there any difference in terms of how you sell or how you communicate with clients, for example, in France versus Germany versus Switzerland versus the UK, or I mean, you, you're selling in many countries around the world. I mean, have you noticed any differences?
1: Yeah, I think every country has a little bit their particularity. So I think I don't have to tell you about Asia. That's, I think, a completely different thing doing business there or even with African countries and others. But even in Europe, uh, between France, Switzerland and Germany, there are differences. I would say the French people are a little bit more relaxed. They take it a little bit more easy. And German and and Swiss are very formal still. And everything is well-organized, well-prepared. I like that. I sometimes also like the French style, so it's it's nice to cope with, with all of these different ways of doing sales and uh, different people um, working around the globe.
0: With speaking so many languages as you do, do you ever get mixed up? Like you start to speak French and another language comes out, or you can't find the right word, or do you get them mixed up? Or is it easy for you to, you know, once you go into a language, it's easy for you to stay into that, in that language?
1: I have to get very tired and then you come to a, a moment when, when really you start up mixing languages and don't find your words. But usually when you're used to, to speak to a certain client in a certain language, then it's okay. But for me, when I moved back from a purely French-speaking environment to a more German-speaking environment, I had to find my words back in, in German, like these technology words. I was living for 10 years in France, so... but. You quickly get it, get back into all this, and then get find back your words in these languages. But that's something I really love. I, I think that you know, people have problems sometimes mixing even during a day speaking four different languages. But I really love that, and of course, and that that keeps the brain busy, and uh, uh, yeah, that's good I, brain sport.
0: <laughs> I, I, I'm just I'm just sitting here as a, as an American going. Having trouble speaking four different languages, yeah, I, I mean, I would I would have trouble speaking two different languages, but <laughs> that's uh, very impressive. <laughs> um, let me ask you this. so the, um, our our headquarters is in Luxembourg, okay? Um, mm-hmm. w- we have people in the office. I mean, I can think of we have Austrian, Belgian, German, French, Spanish, Spanish, any other Italian Italian.
1: Italian. Peruvian, if you Peruvian. are CEO, is initially from Peru. We have who from Turkey. We have people from Poland, Egypt. We have people from the U.S. So we have oh my uh, gosh. people from
0: Asia. <laughs> That's that is pretty exotic. You got Americans. <laughs> <laughs> You're willing to take a chance. Hey, um, so with all these different people from all these different countries and backgrounds. What language do people speak in the office? Is there, you know, okay, we all speak French, for example, or does it just is it fluid and depends on who's in the meeting and so on and so forth?
1: Exactly, I think it depends on who's in the meeting, but it's essentially French. And then, when other people who are not familiar with French, we just switch to to English. And sometimes it happens we there are also meetings in German.
0: How cool is that? I just I'm so envious of that. I mean, that sounds like a like you said, uh, good brain sport or good brain exercise. And it just be, I don't know, it seems like it'd be a lot of fun. Tell me now a, a little bit about your thoughts. You, you've you been working with WordBee. Well, you, you've been officially working with WordBee for two and a half years, but you're familiar with the product because you had chances to introduce WordBee or your WordBee was used by some of your previous clients. What are your impressions about WordBee's unique selling point or strengths? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, that's an excellent question. Yeah, as I said at the beginning, I'm convinced that we have really the best translation technology out there. And I thought that before joining Workbee, so I'm not only saying this because I'm selling it now, but I think we have a wonderful product. It's one of the most complete translation management systems out there because we have on the one side everything which is connectors for integrating with it really with any kind of third-party application. We have the CAT tool inside for doing the translation you can do all kinds of other workflows on the platform and it is highly, highly customizable and flexible to suit everyone needs. And having this scalable solution that ranges from small startup organizations to very multinational companies with hundreds of people working on the platform, this is really unique and really having everything end to end from client side to the different stakeholders, including invoicing, reports and analytics that makes it really appealing to everyone who needs translation technology.
0: Yeah, I would agree. I mean, one of the comments that I hear a lot or, or one of the observations that I can make is that many companies out there either have a proprietary homegrown system that they've kind of built through their as their company has grown and developed. And eventually they have trouble scaling because they need to kind of cobble on, you know, maybe some type of module to uh, manage their client data or their vendor data, or maybe they want to get financial information in and out of it, so on and so forth. Or they buy off the shelf products that maybe it's server based, but they want something that's cloud based. And usually they have to cobble again, a couple different solutions together. Maybe they buy a cat tool and then they try to integrate that with a TMS. And the great thing about WordBee, and again, I'm not, I'm not going to spend this whole episode selling WordBee, but the great thing about it is it's, it's all included in one platform and it's all there it's on the cloud. Additionally, mm-hmm. may, maybe you can talk a little bit about our ability to integrate with other, you know, CMS, DMS, other types of platforms.
1: Yeah, so we have a dedicated solution for that, which is Workbee Box, and it's a content connector solution. And we conceived this solution because we wanted to give something to our clients which eases all kind of these integrations with systems. So probably you will first think about, okay, I have a website, a WordPress site, an Adobe Experience Manager, or a sitecore website. How do I how do I integrate with that? And you will understand the, the importance of these kind of integrations when you hear A story that a client once shared with me, he was saying, okay, we implemented a new Sitecore website and we hired a trainee who was doing copy and paste for three weeks just to paste back in all translations. And that's exactly where we actually facilitate things, where we streamline the entire process because we provide out-of-the-box plugins for these kinds of CMS systems where you can manage The whole translation workflow, including pushing and pulling relevant new content for translation, detecting new content, also doing revisions, previewing the content when translating directly from the CMS interface. And it's not only about these standard plugins. We have a variety of 20 connectors that we can provide out of the box, but Bbox is much more because we have clients who connect up to 10, 15 different systems to one Bbox and to get in an automated way to retrieve all the data that need to translate. So that ranges basically from systems like the website and then they have some marketing tools like SendShare or they work with an SAP help desk tools so or support ticketing, technical documentation. So all ways of automating and facilitating the whole data workflow from systems where the relevant content that requires translation resides.
0: I'm ready to buy. (laughs) <laughs> that sounds awesome. I'll Wha- send you the PO. <laughs> <laughs> right. so I'm just going to add on a little bit to that. One of the things that I really like about Bbox is the, uh, for anybody's doing software localization, you might have uh, seriously thousands of files that you have to process at once, and and if okay. you have to do these manually, you know, upload one file at a time, it's just it's going to take forever and it's mind-blowingly tedious. With BBox, you create these hot folders and you can take a thousand files or more and just drag and drop them into a, a hot folder. And those will automatically t- detect any untranslated segments. Take those segments, send them out to your workflow in your TMS or, or RTMS or whatever you're using. And then they'll come back and when they're translated, come back into the inbox hot folder. And the cool thing is, is it maintains the file structure, the hierarchy, etc. So it comes back, and you can do several languages at once, and it'll come back, and it maintains the the integrity of the of that file um, structure. So I mean, mm-hmm. it, basically, it just it simplifies a rather complex and tedious job, and simplifies it, and, and just cuts down the time involved massively. So that's pretty cool.
1: It is. It is.
0: So let me ask you this: What do you have? going on for WordBee or what does WordBee have going on in the next few months that people out there should be aware of, both in terms of maybe new development releases and then in terms of community events and information, etc.?
1: Everyone who knows us, Workbit is constantly improving. We're a cloud-based solution, a SaaS solution. So we have a very agile development process. We do releases every two weeks that we silently release, deploy for all of our clients. So we add constantly new features uh, that can go from just adding more supported languages, small enhancement on, on filters, or really completely new features, ways of dealing, for example, with vendor management, or even more features to automate processes on the platform. But if we would have to speak about the general roadmap a little bit where we are going, we have just released the translation editor, the completely new redesigned translation editor with exciting new features in there. So This design will be also released all over the platform progressively now over to the vendors and clients. So This is something we're working on. We're also heavily looking into how to bring machine learning into our platform for a more intelligent way for example of workflow work um, distribution how to ease the life of project managers neural machine translation is a topic for us so there's a lot to come in 2018 and if you want to know more about all this and what what's going to happen I would really like to invite you to join us for our next client meeting that will take place and it's not only clients it's everyone who's interested in WordBee so it's a user meeting that will take place on the 30th of May in Brussels, Belgium. It's a full day packed with technical workshops, business uh, sessions. So we have uh, various clients sharing their insights. I think we're going to have Viacom, for example, who is going to have a, provide some insights on how they work with WordBee, some technical sessions, great keynotes because so I would definitely invite you to come to Brussels.
0: That sounds like an awesome opportunity to learn more about WordBe. I'm assuming that the language of the workshop or event will be English?
1: French, of course. No, I'm joking. (laughs) It's English. Uh, English. I almost started to cry.
0: (laughs) It's like, okay, I've got two months to learn French. Okay. (laughs) Uh, It's not going to happen. So, I don't know, anything else that you'd like to talk about?
1: Yeah, I would like everyone who's interested and got inspired about what we do at Workbee, just feel free to reach out to us. We're always happy to have a discussion and learn more about how we can help you to work with Workbee and showing you a little bit around in the system or to meet you at one of the upcoming events Uh, might be our user meeting or other industry events i think mark yourself you're going to attend the lock world in seattle but there are a few more this year to come like take home uh, and others so um, we'll be happy discussing with you and uh, see how we can help you to overcome your localization challenges
0: Excellent. Well, hey, Mareke, I really appreciate your time today. You've got a, a lot of experience in this industry and you really know the platform inside out. It was a pleasure working with you at the gala event. I wish nice you, you I wish you a safe trip back home and look forward to seeing you hopefully in Brussels in a couple months
1: exactly in a couple of weeks it's a matter of weeks i think two months almost only
0: <laughs> okay <laughs> you say okay. you say tomato i say tomato okay so <laughs> <laughs> it's all good well hey everybody thank you for listening to this edition of international buzz brought to you by WordBee. I wish you all a great day take care everybody bye